This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Here we go. It is episode number 15 of the Rosie Report regular season roundup. And we tag it with the weekend recap edition. Jim Rosenhouse along with you from Progressive Field in downtown Cleveland following a really good weekend for the Guardians as they won two straight over Minnesota after dropping the opener on Friday night. The Guardians bounced back and uh, got it done on Saturday night and Sunday afternoon to win a series for the first time since mid-April when the team was in our nation's capital against the Nationals. Good show lined up for you today, and coming up in just a little bit, we will hear from Matt Foreman, assistant general manager for the Guardians, and some interesting insights on player moves and also how the front office can help a team that's struggling offensively, or at least try to, and we have seen some progress in the last couple of games for the Guardians, albeit pitching has still been a huge, huge key to their success over the weekend. We will also hear from Terry Francona as well as Josh Bell after yesterday's game. But first, a look back at Saturday, a game that was tied at three in the bottom half of the seventh inning. It had been a week since the Guardians had hit a home run and Stephen Kwan answered the bell in the bottom of the seventh. Again, the game was tied. Now the pitch to Kwan, and he sends a drive. Deep right center field. This ball's got a chance. Gone for Stephen Kwan. How about that? His first home run of the year. And the Guardians are back on top, 4-3, to three, on a blast to right center by Stephen Kwan. Well, the Guardians hit the fewest home runs in the American League, and you can see why you have to have more home runs than this club has hit. The difference that one swing of the bat can mean to a ball club. So an unlikely source for a hitter who you don't think of as a power threat, but Quan did have six home runs a season ago, and he hits his first in 2023, and it couldn't have come at a better time in what turned out to be a 4-3 to victory for the Guardians Saturday night. So they had an opportunity to win a series for the first time in almost a month, and they had Cal Quantrill on the mound on Sunday afternoon, and he was terrific, taking a no-hitter into the seventh inning before Alex Kirilov broke it up with two outs in the seventh with a, a solid single to right field. Earlier in the ball game, the Guardians got the only two runs that Quantrill would need, thanks in large part to Josh Bell, who came through with an RBI base hit in a two-run first inning. And after the game, Bell talked about trying to get this team going offensively and how important it was to get off to a good start. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, had to be ready early. Um, knew his arsenal, knew that uh, the split would show up early in the count. So I was just trying to put a good swing on the ball. Um, you know, thankful that I had runners on there, um, kind of shrink the infield for me, um, scratch that run across. When you're playing, 
uh, and Cal pitching the way he is. What's that like uh, for you guys when you see he's so locked in? No, yeah, it seems like as of late, all of our starters have been very much so locked in. Um, so we're just trying to scratch runs across for them. Um, we're able to do that there early. Um, and it feels like after he battled, battled after that first inning, um, as soon as we scratched a couple runs across, we felt like we had the, the momentum on our side. Um, and, you know, you look up, it's the sixth, seventh inning, and he hasn't given up a, a base runner, it seemed like, since that first. So uh, did an awesome job and, uh, you know, got to tip my cap to him. You see in the second inning, he gets out of that jam. You know, he comes off the field. He's he's pumped. He's screaming. What's what's the reaction like in the dugout when he gets back in there after you know sort of letting out that emotion? No, it's huge. I mean, obviously, uh, yeah, we scored first, and then uh, you know it seems like as of late, you know, we'll score a couple, and it seems like teams have been you know coming back early. Um, so for him to keep those runs off the board, that was huge for us. Um, obviously, showed that excitement. We felt it there too. Um, that that was the game right there. That was that was you know the most important inning. So um, yeah, to my cap, like I said. You're at DH today. What's it like playing behind a guy like Cal, where the ball's gonna be put in play a lot? You know, you know, kind of everyone has to be on their toes, and you can get a lot of balls towards you. No, yeah, it's awesome. Uh, it definitely keeps you on your toes. Um, it's one of those guys that, for the most part, is gonna pound the strike zone. Um, I think you know he's what do you have four strikeouts today, three or four. Um, so. For the most part, he's he's pounding the zone. Guys are swinging early, trying to get their swings off, and you know a lot of ground balls, a lot of weak contact. So it's a it's definitely fun to play behind. You feel the guys like you're starting to get back to the way you hit the ball. I mean, yeah, I mean it's it's a long season. Um, you know, I I showed a stretch there, you know, a couple of weeks ago that you know felt really good. Um, started walking again, you know. Feel like the launch isn't you know exactly where I want to be, um, but the timing's there. I'm putting balls in play that I need to put in in play. So uh, um, time will tell. You know if if I start really driving the ball, you will know. But uh, in the meantime, I'll I'll take my hits. When was this kind of break the? No, it's huge. Um, obviously, we look across our clubhouse and we know that we're good. Um, you know we've had a, a tough stretch, and it, it seems like it's it's just been the bats. Um, so when you're playing the game the right way, when your pitchers are doing as well as they are, um, and you can look around the clubhouse and, and, and say, you know what, like when we start hitting, we're going to go on a tear. Um, it's a good feeling, even when you're losing games, um, if we're losing games by 10, 10 runs, making, you know, four or five errors. Um, it seems like there's, there's no hope, but, uh, you know, last couple of weeks, even though we had a tough go, it felt like we were right in every game. So, uh, Hopefully we're on the on the better end of, of the games coming forward. Been a lot of balls on the nose. Only two runs, eight hits, but seemed like a lot of the outs were really, really loud outs today. Did you guys feel that in the dugout too? Yeah, I mean, uh, it's coming. It's coming for sure. I, I think we're gonna have a game here soon where you know we can scratch off, you know, in the teens and hits and stuff like that. Um, obviously we. We had a, a ton of hits today, but it's not always going to go our way. We just got to keep having quality at-bats and keep putting the barrel on the ball. That's Josh Bell following yesterday's win for the Guardians, the 2-0 shutout victory, and Cal Quantrill was absolutely terrific for Cleveland as he had the no-hit bid going into the seventh inning after the game. Terry Francona talked about Cal's start and some of the challenges that he had early on in the day that didn't necessarily indicate the type of day that was coming. I was going to say it was an odd way of getting to 
where he got because I think it was like the beginning of the fourth inning until he got 50 50. That's usually not a real good recipe. Um, you know, he had what hit Bassman two walks and then he went 2 0 on um, pardon? No, uh, at least I'm losing Gordon. Gordon swung at that probably a ball off the plate, two ball. Then he got the double play next pitch. That was huge. And then from there, it looked like he got a little more comfortable. I know he's a veteran, and I think he made a comment to me a couple starts ago. He said, I just got to get three. And I know it's a simple thing to say, but he seemed to know that if he could just get a couple more starts, he would find his way. Is that kind of how veterans work sometimes? Well, yeah, and I mean, I, I don't know that we can always – because these games count. But I get what he's saying. I mean – when you know you've done it and you know you can do it, you got to find your rhythm or your footing, whatever word you want to use. I hope we find it soon. Nice to put uh, Miles in the two hole today and just that first inning have some hits and guys on first and third. And I think our base running helped us because we don't go first to third. Those probably aren't hits. But because they're holding the runner on first, balls are going through the hole. And I wish we'd have got more, but that's what, you know, score early and hang on. Nice to see Arias get a couple hits. Yes. Yeah. You know, he shot one foul down the right field line, and then that kept him back on the off-speed pitch that he had for the double. Let's go back to that double play, though. How how difficult was it to, to turn that, that a Really good play all the way around. Hemi, Arias. I mean, Arias has got about as good an arm as you're going to see. But that was really – they were quick also. That was really fun to watch and needed. Uh, you probably wish you got more runs out of those eight hits today, but a lot of really loud outs. Is that something that you noticed from you know from your guys that even when they were making outs, they were they were on it today? Um, I, I actually thought I thought their guys pretty good. I thought we did a pretty good job because coming in, he was dominating both lefties and righties. Thought we made him work. Um, Again, you know, every day you're going to face somebody different. But as long as, like I heard when JB was saying, just just work, work that bat, try to have a good at bat. They're, these guys are good enough. It'll start to it'll start to happen. That's Guardians manager Terry Francona. And again, with yesterday's win, a series win for the Guardians for the first time since mid-April down in Washington. Over the weekend, we had a chance to visit with assistant general manager Matt Foreman of the Cleveland Guardians. And Matt talked about some of the, the player moves that they have made and uh, why they came when they did and, and what they can do to help certain players get through those moves. And then also the offense, which has been struggling, what the front office can do from their perspective to try and help get things cranking offensively. You know, Tito likes to say that as cold as a hitter can get, he can get hot. And I think that probably applies to teams, too. As, as cold as a team might get, a team can get, you know, can get hot. That doesn't necessarily mean that we're just going to hope and cross our fingers that things will, will get better. I think as a front office, we do what we can to provide support to our staff and to players, um, both from an information standpoint and otherwise. Um, and we know that they're working diligently to... Um, you know, to, to be the best versions of themselves individually and the best versions of themselves collectively. Um, certainly this group has a, has a track record offensively, and we know that, that over time that track record will, will show. But again, it's not hoping and waiting for it to happen. It's putting in the work to, to make it happen. And, and are there a couple of keys that you're seeing uh, 
based on track records that maybe you didn't see a year ago that are holding them back a little bit? Yeah, well, I think, you know, Tito's spoken about this too. I think we're, you know, um, really emphasizing the importance of swing decisions, um, getting the right pitches to hit, being um, aggressive, selectively aggressive in the right spots and, and patient in the right spots, um, putting ourselves in, in good hitters counts and finding, you know, a pitch in a location um, at a speed that we can do damage with. Stay tuned. We'll have more with Matt Foreman after this short break. Welcome back to Guardians Warm-Up. Matt Foreman joining us. He's the assistant general manager for the Guardians. And, uh, Matt, you had some, some player moves this week with with some high-profile players, a pitcher, Zach Plezak, who has certainly contributed mightily to, to some, some winning teams here. Um, he's had, had to go to AAA Columbus. And I know you don't take those decisions lightly, but what made this the, the right time to, to try and get him in a different spot to see if he can turn things around? Yeah, I think you're exactly right, Rosie, that these aren't decisions we, we take lightly. Um, Zach's been such a, a big contributor to our teams over the last several years. And sometimes guys just need a reset. Um, you know, their expectations of performance in, in the major leagues and uh, sometimes having an opportunity to go to, to AAA uh, takes that expectation off and allows for the focus to be on development. And I think there's some things that Zach would like to, to work on. He's been super engaged in that process here. Um, you know, since since he was sent down to Columbus, and we're hopeful that he'll come out the other the other side of this being the Zach Plesac we know he can be. How different can that environment be in, in a positive way for a pitcher like him who has a major league time but but needs to go back? Yeah, I think it, it can be um, a great environment, right? It, it's the the quality of competition in AAA is still not that different from the major leagues, but the expectations of performance outcomes um, where every pitch is scrutinized heavily are not quite the same and so hopefully that'll allow Zach to focus on the things that he needs to do to to be the best version of himself. And Oscar Gonzalez a much younger player very early in his major league career and, and obviously a position player um, how different can it be for him to, to have to go back at this point in time? Yeah I think um, the context would be similar um, in the sense that he might have a chance to to reset um, in Oscar's case I think we'd like for him to you know um, continue to, to work on, on his swing decisions and, and put himself in positions where he can impact the baseball the way that he did you know, last year. Um, and I think in so many cases, uh, players are sent to the minor leagues, right? This is not, um, uh, he's not the only good player who will spend some time in, in the minor leagues. It's happened for, for many, many players in the past, and it's a matter of um, making, making the most of the opportunity and the time in, in AAA. Always easy to look back, and Jose Ramirez, even the great Jose Ramirez, went back a couple of times to the minor league level. Matt, always nice to have you on. Thank you. Thanks so much, Rosie. That's Matt Foreman. Always nice to visit with Matt and uh, get his perspective on what's happening with the ball club. Now, that's going to do it for episode number 15, regular season roundup of the Rosie Report. Weekend recap edition, if you want to tag it with that, too. And uh, we welcome in the Tigers to town, as Detroit will be here Monday and Tuesday nights at 6:10, and then a Wednesday day game at 1:10, and then the Angels come to town over the weekend as this long homestand concludes with a three-game set against Shohei Ohtani and Mike Trout. Good seats still available. You can pick them up for all home games on the Ballpark app or at cleguardians.com. That's going to do it for this edition of the Rosie Report. As always, this is Jim Rosenhouse thanking you for downloading and listening to The Rosie Report.